Do you find that people aren't going to the doctor because of COVID? Yes, uh, to a degree. I think there is a lot of very valid fear in going into waiting rooms and, and sitting among other people during a pandemic. However, it's essential that we get these screenings done. And what screenings are we talking about? The main ones that come to mind are things like your yearly mammogram or uh, if you're due for your colonoscopy, pap smears, melanoma checks. All the ones that we tend to take for granted are things that we do as a regular part of preventative care for patients. None of the tests you mentioned can be done virtually. So how do you reassure patients that it's safe to do them during a pandemic? Well, I think it's important to be able to validate their fear, but on the other end, it's important for us to take measures to keep our patients safe. And if that looks like not using our waiting rooms, but having patients wait in their cars until it's their turn to come in so that you don't have a group of people all sitting in a waiting room, measures like that can really make a difference in keeping people safe during this pandemic so that they come in one at a time, they come in, everyone is masked, they have what they need to have done, done, and then they go right back out to their car and go on their way. Things like that, I think, can make this a safer event and make people feel better, but also truly keep them safer. Are you seeing a drop in the number of patients? I'm actually seeing a fair number of patients because we have been using telehealth and I find that while there are a few people who are not comfortable with it, the majority of my patients have really taken to it. And so my days are still pretty busy, but a fair number of the patients that I'm seeing is virtual. So I am seeing a drop in people getting lab work done that I order. Generally, that's something that there would be a rapid turnaround. So I would see someone for their appointment. I'd order their standard cholesterol check, their diabetes, blood work, things like that. And then I'd get results within a week because they would go right from here and go get their blood work. And then I would see results. I'm now seeing kind of a lag in that where people don't really feel comfortable going to get their blood work done. And I understand that. I mean, I have conversations around that with my patients of how to kind of do that in a safe manner. Is there a danger to not getting this blood work done in a timely manner? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a doctor, so I like to know, you know, I, I, I like to know what's going on with my patients, you know, especially if I have them on medications. I want to make sure that their kidney function is good. I want to make sure that their liver is working the way it should. Things like that that kind of tell me that the medications that they're taking regularly are not having a deleterious effect on them. So it's a way that we keep our patients safe while we're giving them medicine to address, you know, chronic medical problems that they have. Have. So it is kind of unsettling as a doctor to have someone taking a medicine and feel like I'm not getting as much information as I'm used to. So really, why do we need to have our own family doctor? Well, I guess I'm biased because I'm <laughs> because I'm a family medicine doctor. But there are a couple of different roles that having a primary doctor fills. On one sense, I'm kind of the organizer. So if I have a patient that has a, a number of different complicated problems and they see a nephrologist and they see a cardiologist and they see a gastroenterologist, I kind of am the person that receives the information from all of those people. And so sometimes I'm the one discussing that with the patient, but I'm also keeping tabs on the big picture. So, you know, the nephrologist can just worry about what they worry about, which are kidneys, and they're 
kidney experts and that's what they deal with. But sometimes I'm more of the big picture doctor, which I think can be kind of helpful, especially if there's some strange quirky things going on and medical mysteries and I can kind of get the information from all the specialists and put it together in a big picture. Has it been difficult for you to pivot to virtual visits? I am a hands-on kind of doctor. I like to know what my patient's heart sounds like. I like to know what their lungs sound like. But I've really had to learn how to triage what needs to be seen in office and what can potentially be taken care of virtually. I mean, in an ideal world, it would all be hands-on. Before this whole pandemic, I really wasn't a big fan of telemedicine, but mainly because I was trained to have my hands on my patients. I like to look in ears. I want to look in your throat. I'm nosy. (laughs) But given the situation that we're in with the pandemic, I think it is important, especially depending on your age or your medical situation, to have a hands-on appointment at least once a year. And if things are a little more tenuous, then more frequently than that. So I do think, I'm sure that in this past year of being in mainly telehealth across the country, I'm sure there have been times that things have been missed that wouldn't have been missed pre-pandemic. What happens during those yearly in-person visits? They are checked out head to toe. Now these are considered preventative visits so we can look in their ears, feel their thyroid, listen to their heart, listen to their lungs, check their ankles for swelling, check their joints for strength, check their eyes to make sure nothing is changing in the the movement of their eyes or their pupillary reflexes. Uh, It's kind of a head-to-toe checkup. It's not generally considered a problem visit. So this isn't a visit where we're going to talk about your toe that hurts and the belly that happens over here. Now, obviously, that comes up once in a while and needs to be addressed or at least made note of so that we can follow up with visits to address the problems that are found in this physical, this yearly physical. So that is very important that people get at least once a year an annual physical where we can check them out from head to toe. Dr. Bisaccia, thank you so much for joining us and giving us the push we need to get a family doctor.